Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, coming live, not live, but coming from a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Yes, and if you hear a bunch of noise, it's because we're going through a storm right now. Yeah, there are waves hitting my window because I'm working on the ship and I'm below the water. He's in the rowing room. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they had to close the hatch to Matt's room. I came in and all, all my windows were covered up with those metal hatches that you would see in submarines. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't go under... Well, you are underwater pretty much at this point. So we keep hearing water crash against the wall. So we apologize in advance if the audio quality is not great, but we are in the middle of the ocean recording for you. Heck Uh, yeah. So welcome. I am Matt Baker, and the man in charge over here on the ones and twos is the ever-proliferate Louis Fox. Proliferate? Does that mean I was got the best grades in my class? Yes, yeah, I was. You're proliferate. <laughs> I gave the speech at my graduation. <laughs> at your third grade graduation. <laughs> you might look back at your life. You might look back at this day and... And wonder, why was I graduating from third grade? Why was this a big deal? <laughs> why did it take me two years to graduate from third grade? <laughs> why am I 17 years old? <laughs> so, yeah, we are on uh, the Disney Wonder cruise ship. I... It's funny because I was hired to perform on the ship and Louie's family is on vacation just randomly. Yeah, and I love that our our agent, when I asked uh, who else she knew was on the ship working, she goes, it's so cute you and Matt plan vacations together. Well, it's funny. Not only am I on the ship, we also have a, a friend of yep. ours that is also on the ship. So you vacation where your friends work. Yeah. Tell, walk me through your conversation with your wife when you had to break it to her. Like, hey, just so you know, Matt's going to be on our family <laughs> vacation. She was actually excited, which kind of blew my mind. Aww. I thought she was going to be like, boo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you see enough of that guy on land. <laughs> actually, I don't see her that often. But so she wasn't upset. No, she wasn't. And upset. your daughter wasn't upset. She's like, Shit. oh really? No. Yeah. She I was... think I think her verdict is still out on me. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's more down on the fact that you might be keeping an eye on her, trying to make out with boys or something. Oh yeah, that I'm gonna narc her out. Yeah, you're on makeout patrol. <laughs> I would. I think I probably would knock her out. Narc her out. <laughs> <laughs> I knock her out. Yeah, I probably would knock. <laughs> I, <laughs> Punch her in the back of the head. Like, hey, what? Dad, your your dad does not approve. <laughs> oh, because I'm just another adult eyes on her is what she thinks. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm the cool the guy, though. Yeah, but you're still the man. I, no, I'm not. You can be the I'm cool man, but you're the still man. the man. No way. I gave her a joint the other day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't give it to her. You gave her the name of your dealer. Yes. <laughs> He's very reputable. <laughs> we are like four days in, and we went to Cabo San Lucas, and you guys went horseback riding. We went horseback riding, and it was a blast, except there's a, a girl in front of me, like leading the line of horses, who refused to goad the horse by kind of kicking it oh, in the yeah, sides. Oh, yeah, because you got to kick it with your heels. Yeah, to make yeah. it move. She's like, I don't want to hurt the horse. I'm like... You're making him carry 180 yeah, pounds. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give him a little, little belly rub. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is a little weird. So she held up the whole pack because she refused to kick it. Yep, yep. And the, the guide's like, Andale, Andale, kick him, kick him, Andale. Uh-huh. And she would just say, Andale. 
That's what she said? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even have any force behind her. Oh, man. Just leave that person behind, right? Wouldn't you just pass him and just be like, All Well, because right, we're on a trail, for the, except, for, oh. yeah, the guy made us stay in a line. Yeah, that is the crappy part about doing, like, sort of trips off of the boat is that sometimes you get stuck with... Clunkers. You know, like, I was in, in Egypt, and I got stuck with a guy, a pretty racist guy, and uh. he would make all sorts of, like, just inappropriate comments and I was on, I had to sh- be in the van with this guy for a week. Oh. And it's just like, oh, man. Like, this this makes the whole trip super lame. Like, funny racist? or Like, no, like, no, like he no. was trying to be funny or no, just mean-spirited? just like mean-spirited. You know, like in Egypt, you know, the prayers come over to the loudspeakers in the morning and be like, that's how they brainwash the people. It's like, oh, yeah. shut the, shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard us do the Pledge of Allegiance yeah, every day right? in school? <laughs> Your family's on vacation right now, and has it been good so far? I've had a blast. Yeah, yeah I love sitting on the deck reading. Yeah, uh, you you definitely brought your you snuck your own booze on. Yep, I, I smuggled my own uh, room booze in. Yeah, and, I like uh, how you're looking at the cup from last night. <laughs> I'm not even drinking room booze today yet. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so you snuck on tequila and vodka, rum. Oh nice, Captain Morgan's white rum. Ooh, fancy because it looks it's, it's it looks clear. like water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't want to get the the regular rum because like what are you smuggling pee on? <laughs> yeah, it's just your chew yeah, cup. This is my. This is where I drain my catheter. <laughs> it's my colostomy bag. <laughs> it's also my peyote. Yeah, I mean, I cruise a lot, and depending on the ship, I will. I will drink, but I never smuggle anything on. Because oh, this one used to allow you to bring a bottle of booze. Yeah, you on. could openly carry it. Yeah, so normally I would pick something up wherever I was, and then just walk it on. Mm-hmm. But now it's like no mas. Well, so I had the genius idea when they stopped letting you openly carry. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the home brewery place buy some bottle caps and put them on. That's a true alcoholic right there. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like when you go to AA, they're like, here's the five signs (laughs) that you might have a problem. Step one, have you ever like spent four or five hours of your day sober to try and figure out how you can be drunk later? (laughs) That's steps one through two. Check. (laughs) To what lengths will you go to drink but not pay for it? (laughs) You're either an alcoholic or a hot girl. Okay, so you went. So you went to the store to find tops. Yeah, I went to the brewery supply place so so that my my water bottle still had seals. Because uh-huh. I'm a perfectionist, I could have just opened it, poured yeah. it in. No one would have cared. I do it, so I'm like, I think I'm a genius. First person in the world to ever think of this. Then I go to to pay for them. And the lady's like, oh, you going on a cruise? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's our number one client. <laughs> yeah. The million dollar idea is that like in Mexico or something, they should sell those bottles of tequila or vodka that are in regular like Avion bottles like, yeah. that you could just buy and carry on. And that is the genius I idea. I think the reason liquor doesn't usually come in, well, I guess some does. Yeah. I was like, maybe the liquor eats through the plastic? Maybe. But, maybe but, it warps it or something? But or? you can buy Smirnoff. In a plastic bottle. Oh you yeah, buy... yeah, yeah. All those cheap, those cheap alcohol is yeah. in those plastic bottles. Yeah, if I had a, a store in Mexico, that's what I would do. I would just sell. It would be and... you sell empty water bottles, little caps, and a funnel. Totally. Yeah, it'd be five bucks. And then you can get, you can choose your tequila and pour yeah. it in. Teque- like uh, we're on. If this podcast doesn't work out, <laughs> we're gonna open a tequila <laughs> s- smuggling stand. <laughs> We'll be right by the pier. <laughs> Did you buy tequila? You, you know you have to check that, right? Here we go. Yeah, we have we have just what you need. We have the tequila funnel kit. If you want to drink it right away, you got to buy our our goods. It's been cool having you on, man. Normally I'm sort of by myself and just sort of stick in the room. So you've got me out and about. And, yeah, we went know. to did some trivia. Did some trivia, and I actually had 
sat down and had a dinner dinner with yeah. uh, your family and yeah. another stranger's family. Yeah, two two strangers' family. Well, one stranger and one's uh, my wife. Pe- wife knows. Yeah. So on cruises, like uh, at the dining hall, they'll they sort of sit you at a table with other people, and yes. those are the people that dining you, hall. Yeah, dining room. <laughs> <laughs> hall and room. And so I always avoid it because I don't like having to make conversation with strangers yeah. and also as the performer I get asked a lot of the same questions yeah. and I don't necessarily like the conversation being all about me even though I subconsciously do yeah um, you want it all about you but you don't want it because they just saw your show yeah exactly you want you want it to be about your show that they haven't seen yeah. <laughs> I want to facilitate on my own terms it being about me <laughs> not other people's terms you, you want to tell them how good the show is <laughs> No, I never say it's a good show. I, I always try and discourage people from coming. Like, yeah, it's because it's silly, you know. If you got other stuff going on, do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. you didn't come on the boat to see this show. Yeah, you know? no, you came on to do macrame. Yeah, you, totally. You came on to learn how to make a wallet. Yeah, make a you know a frog princess out of a towel. Yeah, that's what you came on yeah, for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's been cool, and that was yeah, it got me out of my comfort zone because I need it. I'm, I've. Uh, you know, been a little down, so it's yeah. been nice to have you on. I don't Cheering you up. Wallow in my sadness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool, man. Well, it's good to have you here. I'm, and uh, I know it's 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 a blast being in your stateroom. Yeah, it is luxurious. We'll take a picture and we'll we'll post it, and you can see the darkness. Like you can see the closed portholes. The, so there's two portholes in the room, and that's the only light that I get. And since they closed it, is absolutely pitch dark. And so like I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh, where am I? What time is it? I'm like, <laughs> am I in the saw? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> figure out a riddle. It's like you know, you wake up and it's like all of a sudden it's old boy. Yeah, like you're stuck in the room for twenty years. And you're like, I have no idea. Like, what the hell? You'll never find the door. What year is it? <laughs> you end up getting out of here when they go to decommission the ship. The guy's like, you've been in here for twenty years. Like, what? It's the mystery of room ten sixty five. All right, man. You want to get to it? Let's do it. All right. get to some weird stuff this story comes from a website that we are increasingly using relatively often yes. and uh, skynews.com that's a news source more reliable than a parasite asking for permission Ooh, that ties in right to our story that we're talking about today and that is skrillex i like how skrillex <laughs> is the parasite in the story <laughs> skrillex dubstep could protect against mosquitoes oh finally dubstep is the d in ddt <laughs> there you go skrillex released scary monsters and nice sprites in 2010 when it peaked at number 77 in the uk's streaming chart i like i have to parse it down pretty far they're like it debuted at number 77 <laughs> in the greater Lancashire uk's streaming internet sites on skrillex's uh website yeah right it's like that and that might be the highest a, dub, a dubstep song <laughs> has ever been is 77 on the uk charts <laughs> yes uh, yeah it's not ready for america yet <laughs> no a study has found a track by Skrillex, the electronic artist known for his dubstep music, could be an effective way to protect against mosquitoes. So I think I know how this works. People who listen to dubstep don't hang out in swamps. This is true. <laughs> I feel like they do hang out in swamps. They hang out in swampy areas. Dude, but you that's... hear about this rave, man? This this EDM DJ is going to be out in the bayou. <laughs> 
<laughs> you ever do Molly and fight an alligator? <laughs> but I would love to see the science experiment. Like the scientist is like, I got an idea for an experiment. I hate dubstep. Let's see what else hates dubstep. <laughs> Elephants. <laughs> Let's see if this can get federal funding. The government's like, yeah, we can put a stop to this dubstep. Insect and disease scientists from around the world played the electronic music to yellow fever mosquitoes to investigate the effects. And all they did was just get high and dance. <laughs> yeah, right? All the mosquitoes have, like, little glow sticks. <laughs> yeah. We're going to live forever! <laughs> Actually, you're only going to live for about a week and a half. Dance with fireflies. <laughs> oh, my God! I love you so much, Gina! <laughs> did you see those firefly light up? Oh, man. <laughs> Are there fireflies here? Is that Molly just so good? Uh, the team said sound and its reception are crucial for reproduction, survival, and population maintenance of many animals. In insects, low-frequency vibrations facilitate sexual interactions, whereas noise disrupts the perception of signals from conspecifics, members of the same species, and hosts. Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex has a mixture of very high and very low frequencies and was, was chosen to see whether or not electronic music would be an effective way of repelling the insects. So I think I'm going to break this down as to how this works. When you hear the music in the club and you're like, dubstep, you go home, out of the situation where the mosquitoes are. Uh-huh. It just makes you remove yourself from the scenario. Does it? Is that how it works? That, I think that's how it works. Female. It's good at repelling mosquitoes and the ladies. <laughs> It's like the Axe Body Spray. Of... <laughs> it's the Axe Body Spray of music. <laughs> I was at the gym one day, and a dude was on the treadmill next to me, and he was way axed up. Oh, and man. I'm like, who are you trying to impress on the treadmill? I used to use apple cider vinegar in my hair yeah. for my scalp and stuff. Sometimes I, I would forget that it had a smell if I would leave it in. And I remember getting on the treadmill that I had left it in, and this woman like looking at me and moving treadmills like <laughs> she, four or five she, times. She goes two down, and then she moves another two. <laughs> Apple cider vinegar, just like Skrillex music. <laughs> Female adult mosquitoes that were entertained by the song attacked their hosts later and less often than those which are not exposed to the dubstep, the study found. The occurrence of blood feeding activity was lower when music was being played, the team said. So they attack people less when the music is being played. Another result... Well, yeah, they're just waiting for the band break. <laughs> Come on. They're too busy dancing. They're like, Dude, this is so good. I'm too busy to... <laughs> Another result was that the insects which heard the track copulated far less often than those not listening to it. Yeah, I, I would imagine that Skrillex has killed not only <laughs> mosquito sex life, but many other sexual occurrences in people's life. You know, you're getting you're getting heavy with your partner. And you're like, can we play some music? Oh, yeah, I got some dubstep. She's like, you know what? I'm not interested yeah, anymore. You know, the, the scientist said the observation that such music can delay host attack, reduce blood feeding, and disrupt mating provides new avenues for the development of music-based personal and protective and control measures against AIDS-borne disease. The mosquitoes attack the hosts less quickly after hearing the track. I like how they, it's attacked like it's such a... They're just... They're not killing anyone. They're just having a sip. Yeah. The yellow fever mosquito is commonly found in more tropical areas of the world and can be identified by white markings on its legs. The insects are known for spreading potentially life-threatening diseases such as the Zika virus, dengue fever, and yellow fever. The I've had dengue fever and... Um, yeah, it's because you weren't listening to Skrillex. I, well, you know, honestly, I would rather have dengue fever than listen to Skrillex. <laughs> so I think that is... Uh, yeah. But, you know, his scary monsters and sprites is now the new national anthem of Zambia. Oh. 
Skrillex, real name Sonny John Moore, released Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites in 2010 and peaked at 77. So what do we think about this? Are they just going to start selling combo packs, uh, mosquito spray and a Skrillex yeah. MP3? <laughs> you, 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 they throw in the, you, you buy the mosquito net, it's got the download code for, <laughs> for some Skrillex. Yeah, is this going to ruin your sleep? So yeah, when you go to a Skrillex concert, is there just no mosquitoes? Like they'll have signs like, mosquitoes are, n- are not within 500 feet. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a schoolyard to a Catholic priest. <laughs> I think that's hilarious because I uh, do not, I'm not a big dubstep fan. I think, it, I, I don't like EDM in general. I think it's sort of like gross music. Uh-huh. It's interesting that it scares off mosquitoes and people over 40. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel older than going to an EDM show, man. It's like 15 to 25-year-olds, and they're all, like, hot. I don't know how they're all hot, but... Like like in body temperature or in looks? Both. Both. <laughs> Everyone's sweaty. And they're losing their minds, right? Yeah. And they're wearing very minimal clothing. All right, so, well, it's good, you know, if that could, if that could help uh, some people in the world. I like that they're trying new things. Yeah. Who knew that Skrillex would be such a huge hit in the science community? Yeah. Right? That. Tapping into a, a new market for him. Yeah, he's like you know, we, you know, ten years from now, no one's gonna like him. He's, he's number like, twenty three on UK <laughs> science uh, streaming charts. He's on live science. <laughs> he's number twenty four. This is just a ploy to get him get, get his numbers up in rural, uh, <laughs> tropical uh, South America. <laughs> All right, I like it. So, is it what any takeaways or? I like the th- out of the box thinking totally. that we're doing. Yeah, it's not everything's just a pill. Yeah, they found that Skrillex makes the mosquitoes uh, copulate less, and they found that Marvin Gaye makes them copulate, copulate more. more. <laughs> and emo music makes them bleed more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they cut themselves when <laughs> they're listening to Death Captive for Cutie. <laughs> All right, I like it. I'm a fan. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. One of history's longest wars likely lasted for 335 years and was between the Netherlands and the Isles of Sicily. Not a single person was killed. This story comes from TribeLive.com. That's a news source more reliable than a seven-year-old enjoying Schindler's List. <laughs> They're like, what? why is there no color? <laughs> why is that girl wearing red? <laughs> why is everyone so sad? <laughs> Didn't Steven Spielberg make fun movies? Where's the shark? <laughs> why is this so long? Uh, Tribe Live, that sounds like it's some sort of like hippie... White person with dreadlocks doing some sort of like they got the hind the white person got the Hindi oh, dot the, on the yeah. forehead and it sounds like it sounds like all the people I hate from Oregon it, yeah it's your family <laughs> yeah no, my family's not like that <laughs> uh, so this story goes band of toddlers escapes Louisiana daycare found wandering near highway this is like the prequel to Shawshank <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah they're like we didn't kill our wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the great escape. The kid's got sand in his diaper. He's shaking it out. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. So several one-year-old children apparently escaped the Louisiana daycare and were found wandering near a highway, prompting state officials to yank the facility's license. I like that they don't know how many. I kind of blame the licensing people for not knowing how many kids escaped, as much as I blame the daycare. Well, and it's like, did they escape or did they not? They don't need to use the word apparently escaped. Yeah. It's like, what? they just went on a leisurely stroll. Yeah. <laughs> These one-year-olds. It's like, first of all, do they not have protection? You know, like... That's how they had the babies. No child protection. Child gates? <laughs> yes, it's true. Do they not have child gates or something? They're one-year-old. They can't walk. They can bear... Yeah, one maybe walking. It's, since it's Louisiana, maybe it's like... You sent your your sixth and seventh kids there, and then if they survive the unprotected <laughs> borders of this daycare, then <laughs> then they can they can be they can take over your alligator hunting business. Yeah. <laughs> Four one year old children at the Color Wheel Learning Center in a Ascension Parish found their way out of the facility's play yard on March nineteenth. I like how it's the play yard. It's totally prison terms. That kid's like, you know how we get out? I found out that breast milk is abrasive if we put it on our gum toothbrush. <laughs> we just start with going at the bars, at the fence. We're going to get out. We'll get out by the time we're 17. <laughs> breast milk erodes the, the steel around <laughs> our... It's like, it's like acid. <laughs> What's weird is that they're one-year-old kids. Why are they in a play yard? Yeah. Like... One-year-olds, like, still are in, like, child bouncy thingy, you know, like the bouncy... The bouncy chair? Yeah, the bouncy... Like, they're not... You don't just leave them out and about well, in a the yard. the other thing and... is the adult-to-kid ratio at one is, like, one adult for every three kids. Uh-huh. If there were four escaped... There are at least two adults out there. Yeah, but it's like one-year-olds, you don't just throw them in a pen and throw like a knife in there and be like, all right, now figure it out, you know, or... That, that's what that's what happened to my daughter's sister. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, they should be all accounted for at all times. It's not like we're just going to let them roam. It's not like it's recess. Thund- Thunderdome. It's like... <laughs> two babies enter, one baby leaves. But it's not like they had a long day of math and they need a 15-minute recess, you yeah, know? It's they like, need to reset their, their bodies. Yeah. So a passerby reportedly spotted the children outside of the fence near Highway 44. The person returned the children to staffers at the facility who were unable to give an explanation as to how the toddlers managed to escape, according to a statement from Louisiana Department of Education. But they don't say who snitched. Who told? Did the daycare tell? Did the passerby tell? It's like... Uh, oh, yeah, it's true. You, we don't know where who tipped off the reporters. Tattletale gets hit with stuffed whale. <laughs> I mean, I love how they were. They couldn't account for how it happened. Like, we were just drinking in the back, and we were we thought we were watching the kids. I yeah. don't know how they got out. These kids take after their parents, because this apparently was uh, this daycare was next to San Quentin. <laughs> Pretty soon, El Chapo is like... These kids <laughs> are getting... El Chapo's kids are in there. <laughs> About. <laughs> the Daily News reported that officials from the State Department revoked the license on Friday, saying the incident was just the latest instance of negligence. Ooh. Ooh. That there's been prior fences. Apparently, NARC stands for Neighbor Alerts to Roaming Kids. <laughs> uh, I thought you spelled NARC with a C. N- roaming Children? Children, there you go. All right. <laughs> Either way it works. Uh, citing- if, here's the beauty on my, my piece of paper. I spelled NARC with a C, but still wrote kids. <laughs> <laughs> Classy. Citing in October, and that's why you graduated the third grade. That's why you were the valedictorian of your third grade class. 
Citing an October incident where authorities said another one-year-old opened the gate to the play yard and wandered to the facility's parking lot, the Department of Education conducted an investigation due to the daycare's lack of supervision, the paper reported. Yeah, that's crazy that that had happened before and they still didn't take the precautions. They have a rich history of kids escaping. Yeah. In that instance, a staff member who happened to be outside corralled the child and took them back inside. It just happens to be walking by. That's not the person who left the gate unlatched for the toddler to walk out. right. And I like how they say a a one-year-old unlatched the gate. How high is your gate? 18 inches? Yeah, I know. know. He crawled over the gate. (laughs) It's It's more of a speed bump. (laughs) Well, it's like, I love their brochure. It's like, only three children have died in the last year here. (laughs) We've only had 30% escape rate. (laughs) Would you like to teach your kids survival skills? Real-world problem solving? (laughs) (laughs) Send them to the color wheel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. One, one of the colors on the color wheel is the survival skill. Yeah, I like the color wheel learning center. And then it's like the asterisk. We do not discriminate based on color. <laughs> I love how they wrote, they corralled them back inside. Like, oh, we got our, we got our <laughs> Australian <laughs> shepherd out there to, to wrangle them in. Guy comes by with a lasso, catches them. <laughs> yeah, we had three kids got out, but Jimmy lassoed them all and no problem. <laughs> Tied their legs up, flipped them over. <laughs> Branded them. <laughs> The Color Wheel Learning Center has 15 days to appeal the department's decision to revoke its license, according to the Daily News. Daycare providers that have revoked licenses are ineligible to reapply for two years. Shouldn't it be zero years if you lose your license? Like, you have two years timeout to figure out how these kids escaped. Well, no, I think, yeah. Well, no, they're saying that they can't be in operation for two years because they don't have a license to operate. Yeah, what I'm saying is if nine kids escaped your childcare. Maybe you, you, you got to find another line of work. Yeah, it's true. Or baby-proof the place. Yeah, but that should have happened the first time. Yeah, it's like, where's the where's the adopted services? Because when you adopt a kid, like they come over and check out your house, make sure that every, all, everything is baby-proof or whatever, age-proofed. Yeah. Where is that, why are they not going into daycares and figuring out that? It's going to be like how the Amazon hires like the hackers to check their site. Yeah, true. <laughs> Hire these babies <laughs> to go check out your daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're like genetically enhanced kids <laughs> but they, that the government has made to see like how how quickly they can process being in an enclosed environment and yeah. how quickly they can get out. Yeah, they're the, the Frank Avignale, <laughs> the guy, the forger guy that you hire. They're going and dropping babies in Afghanistan, <laughs> trying to figure out, get into tunnels. and <laughs> you, you really shot Bin Laden, right? Toddler. <laughs> A three-year-old. Yeah. All right, so what do we think of the Color Wheel Learning Center? I like that it allowed the kids to apply themselves. I wish it was in a different way that was safer for the kids. Well, I'm glad someone got them, man. And where they should hire the person that got them. They crowded all four of them and took them back. Yeah, I would be like, you know what? You previous owners lose your license. You now own a daycare. Yeah, well, I'm glad the kids are okay, and I hope the parents take their kids out of that. I wanted to, now now that you, I have the mental image of the person trying to pick up four one-year-olds. Yeah, right. You ever pick up one one-year-old that uh, no, well, I've probably never, not. I've never touched a kid. Yeah, probably. That's probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my whole goal. I'm trying to go through life. <laughs> Having never touched a child, good for you. Yeah, so I think that you know this reminds me of that story we did. I forget what episode it was, but we did a story where. 
um, kids brought home crack cocaine oh, that they yeah. had found on the playground. That they thought were teeth. Yeah, they <laughs> thought were teeth, which was a very bizarre twist in that story. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been weird enough with just the crack cocaine, but then the twist of like, oh, we thought they were teeth and we brought them yeah, home. And that's what the, the adult thought they were. Yeah. The kid brought home a bag of teeth. Like, <laughs> Clearly we're having issues with our the people who are watching the children. Yes. Do your research. That's right. Make sure the place is baby-proofed. You go... This is a bag of crack. One of these is a bag of crack. One of these is teeth. Which is which? <laughs> it's important these kids are learning valuable skills like that at yeah. a young age. Kid knows the street value and the metric system. <laughs> All right. All right, that's it for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. For more info on the stories we talked about today, of course, go to oddandoffbeat.com, or you can just visit us at home. Yeah, come and visit. (laughs) Knock on the door and be like, tell me a little bit more about that story. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can send us an email. We can send you the link, and that is info at oddandoffbeat.com. We post it. All our stories, all our past episodes on the website. We also post all the photo meme winners that have come from previous weeks. And that is a photo meme contest, if you are unaware, happens every Thursday. And we have a cool prize I'm waiting to send out. It's a photo of Matt's dad. (laughs) Don't spoil it. Sorry, it's a photo of someone who may be Matt's dad. The DNA tests are still out. Someone who Matt believes is his dad. (laughs) That I've been told my whole life is my dad. So, But if you have different intel, please let me know. Well, you can check out our photo meme contest on Facebook, Instagram, or the website. We post a photo and you leave a funny caption. Best caption wins the cool swag. Yes. Maybe one of my said father. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, So thank you for joining us too on our, on my vacation. Yeah. And my work, I'm working right now yeah. i'm getting paid for this <laughs> that's the beauty yeah. is you're getting paid and i'm pay- i'm your boss right now <laughs> kind of <laughs> Technic- would you get me a soda <laughs> and if you want to help out with future episodes you can do so by uh subscribing to our, our patreon page where we have a tier system that you can donate one to five dollars a month and you get a bonus episode and a bunch of other stuff yeah you get a postcard from the road you we should send we should look at who hasn't gotten postcards yet and send them from the ship yeah oh that would be cool we'll just we'll, we'll just throw them in a bottle, Bot- in we'll a bottle in, <laughs> and, and we'll hope that they get to them not only will we get fined a large amount of money, but they won't get it. Yeah. Yeah, why is the message in the bottle an acceptable form of littering? Yeah, I think it is. I wonder we how... Should, we should actually do that tomorrow when we're in Ensenada. Oh, let's, drop, let's drop something in a bottle. I wonder how many... In one of your empty alcohol bottles that you <laughs> smuggled on. It's all, it's all gross inside. <laughs> I wonder how many messages in a bottle are in the Pacific plastic floating patch. Oh, probably so many. That would be a cool art project. Well, you, you harvest them and then make like a book out of that. Yeah, well, you know that, that whale that they found in China that they, they cut it, that died. They came up ashore, they cut it open. There's 90 pounds of plastic inside, all of which were messages, messages in the <laughs> from, from Chinese. <laughs> Save me, please. The Chinese stuck in a factory. <laughs> so, so where can the people catch the Matt Baker uh, comedy stunt uh, show? I am going to be home this week uh, working on my issues, man. I finally got a therapist after many years nice. of uh, neglect and 
I'm doing some therapy, getting myself right. Hopefully I can, uh, you know, get my shit in order, but be doing that, going to a couple uh, various meetings and just hanging out. Cool. Uh, trying to stay positive. Nice. Yeah. You can catch me um, at the IRS audit. Oh, yeah. It'll be pretty sweet. Jeez. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, because you, you got audited. That's I'm crazy, getting audited, man. yeah. So you're going to go into the office and... And present my records. Wow. So you're going to say, here is all the things that I... What, what year are they auditing? 2016. Oh, okay. So it's the last year they can audit, too. Oh, oh it's only three years? They, I believe they only go back three years, but you have to keep your records for... Six or something. Eight, like something like Whew, that. That's good, because I was lying a lot in <laughs> Five 2011. <years> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, cool. Um, Good luck on that. That's some scary stuff, but maybe you'll get money back. I told you the story, but I never told, but I got audited by the Canadian government, and yep. they were like, you owe us $40,000, and I'm like, well, I don't have that sort of money to give you, and so like, I filled out the forms incorrectly on purpose so that I would have to talk to them directly, and so the guy called me, and he was like, dude, this is horrible. Like, Who did this? I'm like, I did. And he's like, okay, what you need to do is fill this out, this out, this out, this out, send this in, write these numbers here. And I, so I did everything he said. And then I got a check for three grand. That's how polite Canada is. <laughs> They're like, sorry, you had to fill out these forms. Here's 3000 for your troubles. Was that U.S. or Canadian? Uh, it was Canadian. Uh, yeah. So 2200 Yeah, it was all right. Uh, cool, man. Well, good luck on that. Um, say Thanks so much for listening, folks. If you do get a chance, you can uh, share one of your favorite episodes that you've listened to. We're at, we're at 48. There's a good back catalog to choose from. Yeah. So share one with your friends. Uh, it helps us out quite a bit. If you can leave a review on either Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, iTunes, wherever you are listening to us at, leave a Write review. Write a review, throw it in the ocean in oh, a bottle. Yeah. Maybe. That'll help out. <laughs> Someone will cut open a whale. We have 27 <laughs> reviews on iTunes. But in the ocean, we have 437. <laughs> Three of which killed a porpoise. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, folks. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by the Springfield Adult T-Ball League, where even losers are winners.